Megan's face. She was only ten years older than Megan, but the deep lines round her mouth and eyes made her look well over fifty. She'd worked Cardiff's red light district from the age of fourteen. Selling sex was the only job she'd ever had until two years ago. The police used to call her the oldest tart on the beat. But now she was on the other side of the fence. She was an outreach worker, paid by a local charity to help women get off the game. She was a lucky find. Megan had been sent to Cardiff by her university to find out what effect the crackdown on the sex trade was having. She was there for six weeks, and as she didn't know the city, she needed a guide. Who better to take her into the dark world of Cardiff's vice scene than an ex-prostitute? Shall we get started, then? Pauline handed her a white plastic bag full of condoms and slammed the boot shut. The heels of her boots clicked on the tarmac as she and Megan walked towards the road. Pauline was the shorter of the two, but her snakeskin boots made up for it. She wore tight black jeans tucked into her boots, and a white PVC jacket zipped low to reveal her cleavage. Megan had been surprised at the way she dressed when they'd first met. She would have thought that after a life of selling sex, Pauline would be glad to cover up a bit. Not my style, love. Pauline had cackled. And besides, the girls can relate to me better if I look like them. Megan soon realised she was right. On her first outing, she had worn a black hoodie and tracksuit bottoms, trying to make herself blend into the background. But now she wore the sort of thing she might wear for a night out at a club. Not as revealing as Pauline's outfit, but not dowdy either. She hoped she'd got it right. She wanted the girls on the street to feel they could talk to her the way they did to Pauline. For Megan, the research was about more than just facts and figures. She'd worked with the police in Birmingham on cases of rape and murder. Three of the victims had been prostitutes, one of them only sixteen years old when she died. The sight of her pale, lifeless eyes staring up from a mortuary slab was something Megan would never be able to forget. To her, these women were already victims. A crackdown might make the streets safer for some, but not for the prostitutes. It was as if they'd been written off by society. Pauline's charity was the only group she'd come across that seemed to give a damn what became of them. That's where they found Jackie Preston. Pauline cocked her head at the entrance to the car park. Megan frowned. They didn't say on the news if they'd got anyone for it. Was it a punter? Pauline nodded. I went to see her in hospital this afternoon. All she could remember was that he was white and had a local accent. She said he was wearing shades. At night? I know. Pauline shrugged. You'd think she'd have been a bit suspicious, wouldn't you? Thought twice, I mean, about getting in with him. You would, Megan said. And no one saw the car. It had gone by the time she was found. She says she can't remember what make it was, just that it was dark blue or black. Is she going to be okay? Megan asked. Pauline drew in her breath before replying. He's ruined her looks, she said. He stabbed her in the face and neck as well as her stomach. She jerked her head towards the building across the road, where Megan could just make out the figure of a woman standing in a doorway. I don't think she'll ever be doing that again. Hell of a way to get off the game, though, eh? 
Pauline's chest rattled as she made a sound that was a cross between a chuckle and a growl. Her black sense of humour had shocked Megan at first. Now she realised it was Pauline's way of coping with the tragic stories the women told her. Few of them sold sex out of choice. Some were runaways from children's homes. Others had been forced onto the streets by men who started off as boyfriends but turned out to be violent pimps. Many had a drug habit and sold sex to pay for their next fix. What will Jackie Preston do when she gets out of hospital? Megan asked. There's a place for her in the safe house, Pauline replied. She and her kids can live there for a bit till we sort something out. The charities promised to find her a job in one of their shops. Megan nodded slowly. She wondered if Jackie Preston had thought of giving up the game before she was attacked. Over the past couple of weeks, she had put that question to many of the women who worked in the red light.